Hey everybody, welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and the Epigenome. I'm back with Dr. Seeds and a special guest. Uh, this is, I'd love to introduce Frank Losa. He is the CEO and founder of Ketonade, uh, which is definitely in my, my medicine cabinet and fridge and toolbox. And it's all because of this paper that Dr. Seeds have written for the NIH got published and now we're kind of on this, this, this small phenomenon. Um, but this product is, um, I'm gonna let Frank do most of the talking here and Dr. Seeds give us the science on it, but I am so excited about this one product because of what it's not done for me, my family. During these COVID times, we have a whole slew of the FAQs that we've already received from not, our, uh, not only our medical audience, but also our general public. Uh, because we've talked about ketone esters so much on the show. So that said, um, let's get right into it. Frank, how are you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Uh, hopefully you won't be distracted too much by the waves in the background down here in Puerto Rico for the for a few days. <laughs> and unlike us, Dr. Seeds and I, uh, Frank is actually in Puerto Rico. No fake on backdrop. Location. <laughs> yep, that's not a virtual background. Um, so thank you again for joining us while we're on a workation. I do appreciate it, Frank, but let's yep. first get started. How did you get started with start in, in starting Ketonade? How did you yeah. found that company? What made you get interested in it? And, and I want to hear about that, that origin story. Sure. So it all started with my wife's godfather is Dr. Richard Veach. And he worked, he passed away last year at the beginning of 2020 before, right before COVID. And he'd been working for 30 to 40 years on developing this exogenous ketone, ketone ester that would allow you to drink ketones, which we're going to get to in a second. And he was frustrated that the last 10, 15 years, they already figured out how to make it, but not how to make it come to market. So I started helping him talk to some venture capitalists, but the pitch didn't go too well. The pitch was, we think people will buy a $60 bottle drink that they will drink daily that tastes like gasoline. And that, that pitch, when, when the VCs have all these other options, all these other you know CBD oil or nice tasting pomegranate juice and all these different things, it's hard to get through the noise. And I'd had some dot-com success 20 years earlier that I'd been sitting on cash for 20 years, like too conservative to do anything. And I said to myself, well, you know, what am I doing? Like, if I don't believe in something enough to put my money where my mouth is, and he just, he gave me the blessing and said, go ahead, do it, like, make it happen. And we had to, it was a two-year process just getting the labs, uh, figuring out a way to scale it from what they were doing. They were doing one liter a week at NIH for mice studies and stuff, figuring out how to scale that up required a significant amount of R&D, multiple labs competing with each other on R&D to figure out how to do different steps along the way. And then finally, we launched with an Indiegogo campaign, campaign and we've been trying to catch up with the demand for the last two or three years uh, ever since. And it's been, it's been a fun ride. And really, I, I really enjoy learning along the way as well and trying to explain some of this complex stuff in, in as much layman's terms as I can. And also trying to Dis, not disprove, but um, uh, correct some of the misperceptions that are out there with exogenous ketones, you know, putting you into ketosis and stuff like that, that we'll get into. But yeah, so it's been four or five years now and uh, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> that is definitely an understatement, I am sure. Um, I was just joking around with Frank about how he, do, he touches every point in his business. Uh, whether that's a good or a bad thing, I, I have much respect for that because I do the same thing. I'm a little bit of a control freak myself. Um, so I, I love that. You know, he's got he's got a cell phone number on every box of ketone that you can buy off Amazon. Who does that? Well, it, it does get rerouted. It's a rerouted number in case I change <laughs> my mind and I, and I wanted to actually route to an answering service first. But but right now, yeah, it, you know, it creates two calls a day and people when I answer the phone, they say, you know, was that, they thought there was a voicemail. They're like, is this really you? I'm like, yep, you, you know, how can I help you? <laughs> and yeah, they, they seem to appreciate it. And it really gives me a pulse on, on what's going on, how people are using it, using it incorrectly. So I can make a, a YouTube, I make a lot of YouTube videos. If I get three calls that are all asking me about 
why can't I mix it with MCT oil? Why can't I do this? Oh, you know, I'll make a video and oh, that's awesome. send it to him. And uh, Dr. Cease, how did you meet Frank? Um, actually, I think Frank contacted me um, just like uh, just like he contacts all his people. He just I think we he saw that I was ordering it and um, I, I know exactly if I could jump oh, in, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't gonna, remember. No, you were giving a speech to, I don't know, a hundred doctors and you're talking about ketone ester. You're currently using our competitors drink, former competitors drink HVMN. And you're yeah. talking about how you drank an entire bottle. Someone in your audience was a customer of mine, customer of mine and said, Hey, Dr. Seeds says to drink an entire bottle. What do you think of that? And then I, I contacted you, sent you some and said, take 70% less and tell me what your results are. And you were like, you just saved me $20 on my car insurance because you know, by, by cutting down the amount and taking a post-workout with the same effect, uh, that's my, my recollection of, of reaching out to them to take less ketone ester. I think, I, I, that, you know, I can remember like any little pathway in the world, but I can't remember names and I sometimes I can't remember conversations, but that sounds very familiar. Yeah, I remember somebody even asking me or coming up to me and saying, hey, have you ever heard of ketonated? I said, yeah, I've seen it. I, but I'm not, I haven't, I've never ordered it or used it. And they talked about it and I said, okay. And then, yeah, next thing I hear from Frank and I said, let's give it a go. Let me, let me look at it. And, um, and actually um, ever since then uh, I really been you know, I let, I started letting people, when I talked about it, I let people make their decisions always, Hey, use this. And, you know, you can, these are the two vendors are uh, the people that are, are using it. But when I found out about Frank, that he was actually making it and that it, he was behind his product. And then I knew it was Veach and then that was it. That's all I had needed to hear. Um, and, and that was really the, you know, cause uh, just based on, the background and that it was that it all started with Veach anyways it was like I didn't need to hear anything more it was like okay I'm in I'm in and as a reminder that was Dr. Richard Veach and that's your father-in-law is that correct Frank that's my my wife's godfather my wife's, wife's godfather, godfather. He, he's he's the central name on every ketone ester paper not every 90 percent of the main ketone ester papers for the last 10 to 20 years is, you know, he's behind it. Yeah, he's just part of a real brain trust of brilliant people. And um, and he's the kind of guy that I just know, just from all the stories about him never taking any shit from anybody and, you know, just doing what he knew was right. And I, you know, I, it, and it's, it's, he's a brilliant mind and his research is brilliant. And and then when, when uh, Frank got me hooked up with, um, with Bill and Patrick and those guys, it was like, okay, this is even better, you know? So that's, well, that's a story. Awesome. That's a story, Karen. I love that story. And it includes like all of your favorite things, Doc, including saving money, which you love to do. <laughs> <laughs> or not spend or spending less. <laughs> but anyway, that's the folks. Um, if you're like me, the first time you've ever heard of a ketone ester, uh, it's it's just you, we don't know what it was, right? I I still remember when I when Dr. Seas would talk about it, I thought it was some kind of a pharmaceutical because of the effects that I heard that it does. It is not, and um, you don't need a prescription for it. Um, and I'd love to hear from Frank and Dr. Seeds, what exactly is a ketone ester? Let's start there. Well, I let what I'd like Frank to do is talk about that and and actually talk about racemic and and some of the language that's used there so frank does a really good job of delineating his product and 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 kind of taking away the myth of what other people use and how they compare their product to ketone aid i i think that would be very valuable uh frank if you could do that yeah sh sure so on a super high level you know what is an exogenous ketone we'll start there um when the body is fasted for multiple days or in a ketogenic diet state for multiple, you know, even more days or weeks, the body starts having a uh, carb shortage. So it goes into this emergency state called ketosis where the body burns its own fat reserves to make its own ketones. Technically three ketones, but the main one is beta hydroxybutyrate, 
also known as BHB. With the exogenous ketones, you are drinking ketones and it is making BHB show up in your blood. Now, it's important to distinguish between uh, the definition of ketosis. Many people, some of the, my competitors who sell an inferior product called the ketone salt, which we'll get into in a second, they try to claim that you're in ketosis because you drank this drink and there's ketones in your blood. They just market it as you drank this drink, you're in ketosis. So in ketosis in 30 minutes, in ketosis in 60 minutes. And there's two definitions for ketosis. One is ketones floating in your, in your blood. So then that would be you know a correct definition or that you're burning fat to make ketones. So when people hear ketosis, they think the second, they think burning fat to make ketones, but you know, technically the companies are latching on to a completely different definition. So people will buy these drinks, including my drink, thinking that it puts them into ketosis and think that it creates fat burning. I said, no, you can't be sitting on the couch, watching TV, drinking your ketones. I'm burning fat. Like, you know, one of those jazzercizer machines that, you know, shake your belly fat away. It doesn't do that. And we have entire 90 minute videos on how I don't think you should use any supplements, not even ketone ester or MCT oil for weight loss purposes. And my wife forbids me from marketing it, marketing it for weight loss until she loses weight using ketone esters. So if my wife can't lose weight on ketone ester, you know, it might not be uh, you know, the best thing for you. There are some ways you can make it augment something that you're doing. We can get into you know, the technicalities, but people think that they drink it and they've seen these shark tank commercials that are just complete false. Like the FTC is trying to shut them down where they have these videos of this drink that has a fat blob in it and it just melts the fat and Dr. Oz and all five shark tanks have invested in it. All complete lies. They take an ounce of truth and then they make an entire company out of it and sell millions of this stuff. So I actually tried to redefine ketosis as endogenous ketosis and exogenous ketosis. So we can be more clear. Is it endogenously made in the body or is it just you know created separately endogenously? So there's the umbrella category called exogenous ketones that you drink ketones and ketones will show up in your blood. So this will mimic some of the benefits of fasting and you know, multi-day fasting or a ketogenic diet, but not all of them. Because technically you could eat a cake, be drinking ketones, you'd have ketones in your blood, but you're not gonna get the same benefits as fasting. So we, we don't want people to use it to, as a cheat day recovery. Like, you know, I cheated yesterday, so I'm gonna drink ketone ester today to make up for it. What does that lead to? More cheating, worse eating, just worse health. Like, so we don't even wanna get into that crutch. So this umbrella category is called exogenous ketones. And uh, there are two main ones. One is a ketone salt and then a ketone ester, but then also technically MCT oil, the C8 version. So we can get into how that's kind of an exogenous ketone. It's funny when people say, oh, I don't drink exogenous ketones. Uh, you know, the C8 MCT oil is good enough for me. And I said, well, that's an exogenous ketone. So the, the molecule, the beta hydroxybutyrate molecule is technically an acid. So BHB, beta hydroxybutyric acid. If you drink it by itself, the pH is way too low. It'll burn a hole in your gut. So one of the solutions is combining a base to it, a salt, uh, sodium, magnesium, calcium, potassium, those bases to raise the pH. And that makes what's called a ketone salt. So there are 50 to 100 companies that sell the ketone salts. The problem is if you wanna take enough to raise your blood ketones, the amount of sodium load is just, just through the roof. And I'm, I'm all for taking more salt. I take salt pills in the morning. It's the first thing I do is take salt pills, but it's the equivalent of you know 20 to 40 salt pills. You know, A third of a restaurant shaker of salt is just crazy. Your, your blood pressure will go through the roof. So that's the category called ketone salt, but they're not all necessarily bad. And there's some situations I can explain where they might not be bad. And within that category is something called racemic. Racemic means that only half of the molecule is bioavailable. So if you've ever heard of L-taurine or L-tryptophan, sometimes it's the L form, sometimes it's the D form. There's no better right or wrong, but it just has to do with which molecule is compatible with the body. Bioavailable is another you know, word. Um, so most of the products that are made out there, they're all made in China, these ketone salts. And they're racemic because it's a lot less expensive to make them synthetically. Uh, and by the way, Wikipedia is wrong. It calls ketone salts natural and ketone ester synthetic. It's actually the reverse. Um, 
so these ketone salts are almost all of them are racemic. And if you're not sure if they're racemic, it's racemic because it costs multiple times more to make the non-racemic form than the racemic. So there's only one or two companies that might sell the D form. Now, if you're a cyclist or a, a motocross racer racing in 110 degree heat and you already need two grams of salt, four grams of salt, great, have at it. You know, you can you can have the ketone salt and you know, no problem. But for the for for most people, the salt load is just too massive. So then there's this different category called ketone ester. And this is where it took the molecule, the D beta hydroxybutyrate, and instead of combining it with a base, it combines it with something called D13-butane diol. 1,3-butane diol is, uh, is a molecule that when you digest it, it goes through the liver and 70% of it converts to D-beta-hydroxybutyrate. Very similar to MCT oil, which we'll talk about in a second. When you consume MCT oil, this one particular strain or variety or, or refinedness called C8, 15% of it goes to the liver and makes D-beta-hydroxybutyrate. So you have a lot of you know, 85% of it that does not make D-beta-hydroxybutyrate and a ton of calories that go along with that. So with the ketone ester, what we sell is the D form on both sides, D-beta-hydroxybutyrate and D-1,3-butendial. Maybe one day someone will uh, make a racemic version. I hope they don't. Um, so with the, the ketone salts, sometimes people perceive the ketone esters as being expensive, but the problem is it, they're not comparing they should be comparing on a cost per one millimolar rise of blood ketones. So how much does it cost to raise my blood ketones? 0.5 or one millimolar. You might have to take two, three packets of racemic salts, or you might have to take only, you know, a capful or half of a capful of, of our drink. So when you actually, you know, work the numbers, the racemic salts might be, might be, you know, 30, 40% less expensive, but the non-racemic salts were actually less expensive than them. It's not our fault that you can take 10 times more of it. And oftentimes I'm telling people to take less, but you can take 10 times more of it. It doesn't mean that it's 10 times more expensive. You can just, if you want to take less, you know, take less. And we have some people taking now, and maybe we can discuss this a little bit later, some, some amounts of the ester that are just so tiny that we think that there might be some signaling properties going on because they're taking one ml. 2 ml, which is 50 cents worth, a dollar worth. And they're, you know, after 10 times of 10 different people telling me that they're taking tiny amounts and noticing a benefit, I can no longer say, hey, you know, that's just a one-off. That's a one-off. So some people take tiny, tiny amounts, but our average person takes $5 a day worth. And the ketone salt packet companies, they say to take two of them, they're $7 twice a day. And, you know, that's, you know, technically, you know, technically more. And what the salt companies do also is, they tend to put caffeine into all of their drinks. And it's, it's quite misleading because the ketones actually multiply the caffeine. And I've even been at a, you know, a luncheon with someone and I gave them some ester and they, and they just felt it within a second. And I said, hey, what are you drinking over there? And they said, coffee. They said, oh, but coffee doesn't affect me. I said, no, no, coffee might not normally affect you. You just took the ketone ester. It just delivered caffeine to your brain for the first time in a year or two. Um, so the ketones do they do multiply the delivery of caffeine. So a lot of these companies will put only one serving of coffee equivalent, but it feels like two or three. So what they're feeling, because people like to feel things, what they're feeling is the caffeine. They're not feeling the ketones. The ketone is a, a slow flow state type relaxed energy like a ninja, whereas caffeine is, you know, can be jittery and bouncing off the wall. So it's a completely different feeling that a lot of people miss. Um, you know, when they're taking the ketone salts. And another feedback that I've gotten on the ketone salts is that they only work for the first couple of weeks. And the reason for, for that is the first two weeks entering into a ketogenic diet, they take these ketone salts. Well, and they say that they work great. Well, what's going on is when you enter into a ketogenic diet, you have a massive salt shortage. Your body just loses just massive amounts of water. And with that water goes massive salt loss. My wife has been in a fetal position, crying, trying to go into keto, heart palpitations, headache, eyes bulging out, and I had to make some emergency calls. Gave her 10 to 20 salt pills. 15 minutes she was back. I've heard of people being rushed to the hospital and the doctors couldn't figure it out in two hours. And I said to them, I can figure it out. And they said, how could you figure it out? Two Harvard doctors for two hours couldn't figure it out. I said, it was salt depletion. They probably put you on a saline drip and you're fine in 30 minutes. And she was just like, 
how did you know? And I said, you didn't tell them that you were going keto, did you? It's like, oh, I didn't think it was relevant. So like really bad salt depletion. And people say, oh, I'll put more salt on my eggs. I said, did you unscrew the top of the container when you put that salt? Because that's the quantity that you need. So I tell people, yeah, the ketone salts work. It was the salt portion that was helping you, not the ketones. Save your money, go buy on Amazon some salt pills or just, you know, regular table salt tastes nasty. So just, you know, salt pills, save yourself 90% more money. And then why does it stop working after two weeks? Because after two weeks, you enter the ketogenic diet, you no longer need the massive, massive salt load because you've got your electrolytes in balance. So then they can't put their rings on. Why can't they put their rings on? Because they're eating massive amounts of salt and they're swelling up. It doesn't work. They put it on the shelf and then they wait another two months, three months when they get off the wagon for a week and then they you know, need it all over again. Save your money, just buy the salts. Um, so the umbrella, the exogenous ketone, the last one is drinking MCT oil. So it's a type of coconut oil, the C8 version. It's a smaller chain that only the C8 goes through the liver and actually makes beta hydroxybutyrate. And people are doing you know, morning bulletproof coffee and they're putting in you know, 300 calories of this fat, which is great. You know, fat is great compared to carbs, but what's better than fat? Actually, no fat. <laughs> so actually having less food is better. You know, no carbs is, is good no fat is even better. So here you are taking 300 calories of fat, which is you know better than carbs. And if that makes you skip a meal, that's great. But what's better than that? Nothing, nothing meaning you know just consuming nothing. So the C8 goes to the, uh, goes to the liver, makes a tiny amount of BHP. It is technically less expensive on a gram per gram, on a dollar per dollar basis to reach 0.5. You have to slowly, uh, acclimate to it. You don't want to buy the cheap brands. So buy the more expensive brands when you go for C8. The other coconut oils, you're fine getting anything. But the, the C8, you want to get the more expensive stuff because it's called the disaster pants diet for a reason. People will have GI problems. And I heard one bulletproof, one bulletproof, bulletproof conference, there was you know a new batch of the C8 was made and there was a line out the bathroom of people like trying to rush to get in because you just take 10% more than your body's accustomed to. And you are just and the number three video, I don't even know if my wife knows this, is my wife sitting on the toilet on my YouTube channel of her saying, oh, you know, on the stomach, on the sitting on the toilet clothes, just reeling because of the pain, feeling like stabbing in, in the stomach. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I took just a little bit more than I'm used to. And I've taken it for weeks and just a little bit more just sends you off the edge. So the C8, sometimes people get used to it and some people go crazy. They take, you know, you know tables 10 15 tablespoons once they get you know climatized to it or you could just take ketone ester and take a fraction of a cap and get the same benefits without all that fat and i also like to say that the c8 is two parts 50 percent of it think of it as exogenous ketone so 15 percent of it goes to the liver but also think of it as meeting your fat macros if you're going into a ketogenic lifestyle well i just buy super cheap carrington farms $10 per pound liquid coconut oil. And just, you can just buy, you can eat exponentially more of that. So instead of having this drink where you can only take half of a tablespoon or a tablespoon and then, you know, cross your fingers that you're okay, you can take four or five, six, you know, one or two tablespoons per meal. Uh, and I've been keto vegan for uh, the last five years. And that liquid coconut oil, I have it on subscription on Amazon, two huge bottles come in every week. And I try to do half coconut oil and half uh, olive oil in my, in my routine. So that's the umbrella of ketone esters. There are technically umbrella of exogenous ketones. There will be other things that are coming out. Uh, Dom Diagostino has a different ketone ester, which is very, very confusing. Um, and he's done research on deep sea divers. We think that it might actually help differently and work, with, work for different things. So it'll take a lot of science, and a lot of time to tell you know, which ester will work with some things. We think that that ester might actually slow the body down, which is why, you know, go in the opposite direction of the Krebs cycle, which is why it helps with holding your breath longer and deep sea divers where the ester, and I heard all these things about holding breath. So I tried to do it myself and I had a baseline of 65 seconds, chugged some of my own ester and I was at 35. And I was like, wait a second, I'll, let me try it again. And it just wasn't working. Um, so it's just completely different. That is an acetoacetate combined with racemic 1,3-butane dial, so only half of it is bioavailable. And there's some debates whether the 
L form might do some signaling on its own. You know, we don't know yet. Just be, and I asked Dr. Veach about you know the L form, and he always said, stay away from it from a 15 you know with a 15 foot pole. You don't want to even delve into something that the body's not used to. Uh, and I said, well, what if it suppresses people's appetite? And he goes, so does acetone. Doesn't mean you're drinking nail polish, which is technically you know a ketone. Um, so that's the umbrella of exogenous ketones. And also one of our drinks, uh, KE1, we mix a portion of ketone ester and a portion of ketone salt. Again, I said the ketone salt isn't bad as long as you're keeping the salt load down. Uh, and we found a way to actually extract some of that base so that it has 80 to 90% less total salt load than the racemic salts or even the non-racemic salts. So you're getting kind of a best of all worlds. And the ketone ester does taste really strong, like a shot of ginger tequila people say that they get used to it and they dilute it with just a splash of water you don't want to put a lot of water because then you make it taste nasty but um so we have a drink called ku1 that is much more palatable to the taste six times more water um and if you want to just and that's just a five dollar bottle that will get you a one millimolar rise in your ketones but you know most of our customers are fine with the taste of ke4 um and if they want more electrolytes you can you know add a little bit of baking soda to, to the drink. So that's the umbrella of exogenous ketones. That was an amazing uh, and, and, and very detailed explanation of what is the ketone ester. So thank you for that. And I love how you touched upon what it isn't. I think that's even more critical than what it is. Uh, but going, let's, let's stick to the positive side real quick before we talk about some of the side effects. If you wouldn't mind, and you mentioned some of this, like the, the energy being more like a ninja. I love that. I'm going to use that. Uh, but the, let, let, can you list out some of the benefits that you've seen with um, taking ketone esters? I mean, the entire list that someone might provide for, you know, why someone might fast for seven days, all the benefits, it's just the same list. And I, I hesitate throwing out a list of things because it starts to sound ridiculous. I mean, even Dr. Beach was talking about radiation exposure and how they, you know, gave it to mice and they gave mice a 70% lethal dose of radiation. And then they gave them ketone esters and 90 to 100% of the mice, depending on the group, survived like we're talking not antioxidants like oh some blueberries are good for antioxidants like back up that 18 wheeler truck of blueberries and maybe it'll be a similar effect but i don't think a tractor truck tractor trailer truck of blueberries is going to do anything for radiation exposure so maybe dr seeds i feel more comfortable him talking about some of the things that it does because coming from me it just sounds like i'm selling a product and it just we actually put on the bottle no claims just results because you're not going to believe us and the companies that are selling racemic salts, what they do is they use all the science from the ketone ester drinks and they point to that and say, look, ketones work. But it was a different molecule. Like if it worked for ketone salts, they would have used those products. Um, so maybe Dr. Seeds, I'll, I'll punt that one to you on, on what it does. <laughs> well, it's all, it's like you said, I mean, it, it's the, it goes way beyond the scope of this, of this uh, podcast, but the bottom line is it works from two different angles of being one of the most efficient substrates the body can use to produce ATP and improve the NAD, NADH pool. But it also improves the NADPH, which is one of the most significant reducing agents you can make in the body, in the cell. It's incredible how it works on from two different angles to make cell efficiency the best you could ever demand out of anything that you put in your body and the body's familiar with it. And it, I, I mean, and, and Karen's heard me at live through all of our masterminds of how it's included in everything we discuss about cell efficiency and cell metabolism. And we're just, we're just reaching, we're, we're, we know about this much right now, and, and I really liked what you touched upon the molecular signaling, because that's where we're going with this, that we don't even realize how effective this ketone is as a signaling agent. And, and we're just, that, that's where I think um, we're, we're gonna learn a lot more. And, um, and it's, I, I think what, what I find so incredible is the amount of bullshit out there that people don't realize is bullshit 
and the real science is exactly what I think you've been pushing all along. And, and that's my, I felt like it's just been my job to be out there telling physicians, hey guys, you cannot miss this opportunity to take part in understanding that there's something out here that has been around and we have it available to make real effective changes in cell efficiency for so many different reasons um, that we've, you know, that, that I think we've, we've just begun to explore. And um, I, I just continue to be excited about all the research that continues to come out and continues to validate everything we've said. Um, and, um, and this is just, the, I think we're just at the beginning of something here where when you can, when you get to the opportunities, Frank, and, and this is what I love about what you do is that you, you back, you know, your product is the real deal and you, you, you have, you really keep an eye on the validity of what you're producing. And when we, when you're able to get more people involved and you can do this on a bigger level, that's when, that's when we'll make some real changes in the world. And that that's going to happen. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, it's just a matter of time. And yeah, there's a lot of noise out there. A lot of, you know, red beet juice works for this and that, and just so much noise, it's hard to break through the noise and for people to believe it. But once they figure it out and once it's on the cover of Time Magazine, people will have that aha moment that it's not just a stick of butter on the cover of Time Magazine, it's ketone ester. And I can't go, you know, super high level, you know, what does it do? What did people use it for? I can't go into that real quick. We mainly sell it as a sports drink. So we sell it to have as a, as a second fuel source. And it's been used secretly over the last five years in the Tour de France. We have a video of a former Tour de France athlete talking about how this one team, Team Sky, dropped the bottle on the side of the road and was freaking out for five miles. Oh my God, we dropped the bottle. He's just thinking like, go get another Gatorade. Like here, have my water bottle. What's, you know, no big deal. And then he finds out on the bus that they're taking this secret $6,000 know, a bottle drink. And he's like, oh, now I understand why they're taking the $6,000 bottle. And then he proceeded to try the drink and he actually, it's an anomaly, but he had a 10% watt improvement. And he was like, this is, this is not marginal gains, which is what Team Sky claims. They win because of marginal gains, fluffier pillows, better you know, chefs and stuff. He's laughing, he's like, this is not marginal gains. But then he was more impressed by the next morning, his HRV heart rate variability monitor said that he had taken the day off the day before, even though he worked his tail off. And he was like, and he's got this great accent. He's like, he was gobsmacked about how not only did he perform 10% uh, better Watts, but his recovery was insane. So athletic performance in general, uh, the recovery aspect of athletic performance during a race, but it's, it's really tricky. It's really tricky. The protocols on how to take it. People expect it to be like caffeine. They're taking their glucose pills and they're, they're chugging caffeine. You know, why not just add ketonester? It just doesn't work. You have to change the way that you approach the, the workout. And it just, it's really difficult for people because some of the protocols include not eating beforehand. And they're saying, how can I do a three hour marathon without having breakfast? Are you serious? And I said, I, first of all, never take it work on the, on the actual race day. We've had people drop out of races. We've had people say that was the slowest race I've had in a year because when it works, it works. When it doesn't work, it can lower your blood sugar, for example, too much. And you can't run with a 50, 60 blood sugar. You just can't run if you take it too much at the wrong time, your body's more sensitive to it. So you really need to take it in practice. But, you know, changing the protocol around and having an empty stomach going into your workout, your race, it's just, it's different. And, you know, people want to keep their glucose. And so glucose creates lactic acid and, you know, that lactic acid burn, and that is what inhibits a lot of people. And I honestly, I don't understand how lactic acid also creates its own energy source, which Dr. Seeds can talk about. I don't get that part, but lactic acid is the byproduct of glucose. Ketone esters have zero lactic acid. I initially thought it was 20, 50% less. And then someone said, no, no, just there's no lactic acid. So, you know, it takes a while for an athlete to figure out, do I want to mix it with carbs? Do I want to mix it with, uh, do I want to just take ester slowly by itself? Will that work? And you know, are they keto adapted already? Are they used to using this fuel? Cause there's transporters that deliver the fuel to where it needs to go. So it can take a while, but 
you know, I will get that phone call after someone has tried it five or 10 times and said, oh my God, you know, it didn't work the first two, three times and I changed it up. And, you know, I was expecting this, this, and we had an MMA fighter saying that he was flattening all of his you know, sparring partners and pulling moves out from high school that he hadn't remembered. And everyone was jaw on the ground, like, what is he on? And he's just like, I'm on, you know, ketone ester. Um, and it, it is WADA compliant. There's technically one small cycling group in Europe that has banned it. Um, because they don't understand it and it's expensive. So they're like, well, let's just make no one use it. And half of those teams still order it. But that's another, <laughs> that's another topic. So sports. So sports is a big thing. It's a sports drink. Uh, and yeah. then we've got sleep. People take it before sleep. Um, there's actually a scientific paper that says to take an entire bottle before sleep, which I think is insane. If I take, <laughs> if I go to 10 mLs, it messes up my sleep. It, it'll turn on the brain. You don't want to turn on the brain. You want half of a capful, $1 worth, $2 worth. And we don't know why it works. Maybe Dr. Seeds has some idea, but people are, are using their aura ring, sending into my Instagram page screenshots of here's my sleep all week for my deep sleep. And here it is with ketone ester and it pops 30, 45 minutes. So just taking a tiny amount before bed, that's actually the most economical way if you can't afford it. And that's the only way you're going to take it before bed. If you have bad sleep, if you have good sleep, I'm like, don't waste your time. It's it's about, the ester is about bringing you back to 100%. If your brain is already firing at 100%, taking ketone ester doesn't take you to 110. It's not a stimulant until, unless you take a whole bunch. It's not a stimulant. It just fills what's called the brain energy gap. Most people over the age of 30 have a brain energy gap. This is a Dr. Kunain concept where their brain can only be uh, 70 or 80% fueled by glucose. So they have that 20% gap. Ketone ester bypasses that blockage and fuels that last, you know, 10, 20% to take you back to normal. Say people say, you know, if you have sundowning effect at 4 p.m. would be one way to take it. You would take the estrogen. And they say, I feel like I do at 10 a.m. I don't feel better. I don't feel more. I just feel back to normal. And that's the brain energy gap concept of filling up that gap. If you don't have a gap, you're not going to feel it as much for the brain. For example, if you're trying to use it as a CEO or you know a biohacker, you know, for the brain. Um, other people use it as an appetite suppression effect. So it can be used, you know, for weight loss if used properly. If you use a tiny amount to help you do one meal a day, to help you, you know, skip a meal, skip breakfast, skip lunch, you're gonna lose your weight from the skipping of the breakfast and skipping of the lunch. And I do encourage people cycle off of it if you can. Like what's better than a little bit of ketone ester to skip a meal? No ketone ester to skip a meal. Like if you can do it on your own, Great. And one person said, oh, I want to use this for weight loss and I have no problem eating nothing up until 4 p.m. So I want to take it at 10 and 2. I'm like, why? It's not going to make you burn fat. You're already able to get to 4. You're doing great. You know, maybe he could take it before the meal and it might stop a blood glucose spike or might make that meal, you know, less hunger, maybe. But if you don't have an issue at 10 a.m. taking it, you know, you might not notice anything. So, you know, so yeah, people that want to do multi-day fasting, one meal a day fasting. Um, CEOs might want to take it twice a day for brain output. We have a lot of students that say they get off of Ritalin and they want me, hey, you got to FedEx me overnight because I have this big test and I ran out of ketones because I was studying for the last five days and I, I ran out and you know got them semester for their exams. Uh, but technically the older you are, the more it does work, but we have younger people using it. And as far as sports, it's every sport, except for maybe a 50 yard, 100 yard sprinter, um, but they could use it to take it afterward so they feel more recovered. Um, but pretty much every sport over an 800 meter, you know, two minute event can find a way, you know, to use it. And once people figure it out, it'll be as commonplace as, as Gatorade. It's just a lot of noise out there and takes a while for people to figure it out. I can't believe how much misinformation is out there that you're correcting, which, which again, I, I truly do appreciate. Um, for, the, for those of you folks who are unfamiliar with the WADA thing, uh, it's the World Anti-Doping Agency and ketone esters is compliance under, those, under that agency. Is that correct, Frank? Yeah, and it's not even on the watch list. They've been quoted by a few reporters. It's, it's completely fine. And uh, uh, Bill, Bill Curtis, who did the paper with Dr. Seeds, actually did a video about a year ago talking about why it shouldn't be banned and explaining what it does for the recovery of these athletes that are, what should be banned is cycling for six hours a day, 17 days straight. <laughs> that should be what's dangerous. And they, he explains how the ester helps, you know, bring the body back. And there was one scientific paper where they, they didn't use the quantities that I recommend. 
they use you know huge quantities because it all comes to it all goes back to the mouse the mice trials 10 years ago so they're using you know mice numbers on humans and you know if they only have one shot for a clinical trial they just go big they just do huge quantities but it's not necessary but they use these huge quantities drinking about three bottles of this a day about 75 dollars worth and they took it every single day and at the end they did a time trial and the group using ketone ester was 15 percent faster not one percent not two percent but 15 percent faster now they won't have that experience if they just do a one-off clinical trial of a one race thing so that was the compounding effect of being able to train more, being able to recover more. And, you know, that's a compounding effect. Um, but yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's water compliant and uh, yeah, they should be banning glucose is what they should be banning for all the, the damage that it, it does. So Karen, I think, I think really Frank hit really the most important point that people need to take home here. This is something, again, this is a nutrient that is all about changing the way you can train. It's about recovery and repair. And that's how athletes get better. That's how athletes become more competitive. That's, it's not about the day of the race and drinking a shitload of ketones. That's, that's where everybody thinks. That's how everybody thinks. It has nothing to do with that. It's all about what we do with getting our athletes better. And what Frank was trying to when he was referring to lactic acid, as you know, in our performance course, the key to the ketones is that it raises the ability to the lactic acid threshold, because what you're doing with the ketones with training and recovery is you're making the mitochondria more efficient. And it's the mitochondria that use lactic acid as a second energy source. So your, your people are able to train at incredibly different levels as they develop the, the, the process of utilizing these ketones post-recovery and making and changing actually structural, you know, nobody's done the testing yet, but it has to be very similar to some of these things that we see like with SS31 and some other mitochondrial peptides of where we actually, there are structural changes in the mitochondria that improve the oxidative phosphorylation and that, that the process of not only improving ATP, NAD, the NADPH pools, but actually making those transporters of lactic acid into the mitochondria to utilize it for energy. And that's what's happening. And this is where it gets fascinating when you start doing things with bicarb, if you know how to use it, and you you use that with in in conjunction with uh, with this. And this sets up a good time to actually talk to Frank if he's willing to talk about his sports drink that he's working on. I don't know if it's out yet. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is out. Yeah, I can talk about that. So yeah, I'm actually going to get a timestamp for of Dr. Seed's saying that exact thing it's not about game day it's about the preparation leading up to game day and we even had one athlete that was taking it three times in practice loved it took it on race day and hated it now he changed his protocol he added an apple he added a power bar and said hey where was that in the protocol and he had a super slow race and i said okay we'll go back to just training with it he trained with it just three or four days he used to run marathons every every two weeks he would run a marathon uh, semi-pro and make five grand and move on to the next one. So he's a perfect candidate for the recovery. And he said, Frank, could it still been in, could it still been in my system two or three days later? Because I was light as a feather. I was hanging with the Kenyans and I had my 18 month PR on a, on a not good course. I said, no, you were just massively recovered in, in a way that you just weren't used to. You were just fresh. You were just, you were fresh for the Olympics on this random day. Um, so yeah, I try to tell people don't focus on game day, take a lot less and take it just periodically, even on your days off. Cause why are you on your day off? You're recovering. So why not be helping that recovering? And if it's too expensive, take it just before bed. So you have this uninterrupted cause food kind of interferes. People say ketones is a preferred fuel source, but with the exception of glucose wanting to get in and cut in line, you know, so if you have ketones uninterrupted, that's the best way. And real quick on the cycling example of just real quickly, the three different ways that it works the best. The first is in a fasted state. So we have some people that say, oh, I sucked down three gels and then I did my workout. And then the next day, you know, 300 calories of glucose. And then the next day I took, you know, 
20, 50 calories of ketone ester and it wasn't better. And I said, no, that's not a fair comparison. 300 calories versus 25, maybe you would have less lactic acid. You know, there's pros and cons. But if this person is normally doing fasted rides and they add the ketone ester, great. It's, it's just, it's a compatible fuel source. Now someone might say, oh, well, you're technically not fasted. Well, why are you fasting? You're fasting because you want to release beta hydroxybutyrate. You want to make it. You want to, you know, lower inflammation. You want to uh, not rely on glucose. So it's still consistent with all of those things. So if you're already doing fasted workouts, it's an easy no-brainer. Whether you're keto or not, it'll make a noticeable difference or we'll send you your money back. The second way is uh, hills. Hill workouts just exponentially work better because of the muscle systems. He was talking about mitochondria and the muscles. The fast switch muscles have little to no mitochondria. So the ketones can't fuel the fast switch muscles. But the, when you're going up the hills, it's a different muscle set. And we've had athletes say, I was in a different gear versus my competitors. We were you know, competing side by side. We got to the hills and you just left them in a different gear and we're going off because it just works exponentially better. We've even had an 80 year old saying, you know, normally I shuffle step and then I, the elevator broke at this metro station that was a quarter mile long and he just started walking, stepping, walking up the elevator. And he was like, oh my God, that is what the ketones do. And the third way is altitude, exponentially works in altitude. So that one Tour de France rider that had the 10%, usually I don't say the numbers because then people lock onto that number. He happened to be at altitude doing a hill workout facet. He happened to nail all three. And we had one guy who was you know, the vegan cyclist. He wanted to do a podcast and he was freaking out about his numbers, hitting new PRs. I said, Hey, how are you using it? And it happened to be fasted hill and altitude. I said, well, you have to warn your customer, not customers, your, your followers, because if they use it in a completely different way, they're going to think you're lying and you know, they're not going to get any results. So those are the three, you know, no brainer, easiest, lowest hanging fruit ways to make it work. And then it gets really complicated if you're dual fueling or slow releasing it during the workout, during the race, trying to, if you got a hill coming up in an hour, when do you time it for that hill? Um, then it gets, you know, much trickier. And some athletes have actually, Tour de France athletes have stopped using it. The three protocols of during, after, and sleep, they're actually just doing after and sleep because they can't figure out the during. And the feedback that, that's coming out is they feel flat. And I did a video, dear Tour de France athletes, you're feeling flat because you're taking too much. You're taking too much, you're dropping your blood sugar and low blood sugar, you don't have that pop. So either take less, slow release it or discuss lowering your glucose, which is a whole new ballgame. Take took you five years to figure out how to fuel for a game. And you're not going to figure out how to just add ketones uh, along the way. It, it takes a while, but we've had many, many, uh, you know, world records have been broken with it and us american records have been you know toppled with it and they hold up this red bull or or monster energy drink and we actually have a slogan we don't sponsor athletes we help them get sponsored help this one athlete go from top 10 to to, to number one ranked in the in the country and then they're holding up this other product and i'm like she's like well they paid me <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do um so we're the we're the secret sauce you know behind all that stuff that we can't talk about because some people People are scared that it's going to, you know, give away their competitive edge. Athletes want to keep their secrets. Absolutely. I, I don't blame them for that. Um, Frank, this was such an enlightening conversation. And I think we need to do a episode two on, on just the ketone esters. Um, but we've got to wrap it up here, folks. We, we went sure. way over our time, Frank. I'm so sorry to keep hey, you for I'll so talk long. And, I'll um, talk I do want everyone <laughs> all day. <laughs> There, uh, just a, a couple of notes, folks. This is for purely medical um, educational purposes only. Uh, please always consult with your physicians um, before moving forward with any of the topics that we discussed today. And also, if you're looking to discuss and dive into more of a performance-based uh, or improvement to your performance-based rather than symptom-based symptom care, you can always reach out to the ssrpinstitute.org and we will uh, match you up with, with a doctor in your area that you can speak to that does specialize in this form of medicine that we call cellular medicine. Um, that is returning efficiency back into the cell. Also, if you want to learn more information about cell efficiency, I encourage you to go read Dr. Caesar's book. It's called Peptide Protocols Volume 1. 
Doc, you do mention parts of the ketone ester, not the ketone ester itself. I know that's coming in volume two, but uh, you can learn more about what this means to have your cell come back into deficiency. Um, that said, I want to depart. I want to part our listeners with one non-performance-based anecdotal thing with the ketone esters, which is again. I will always keep in my fridge. And that is, and I hate to say this with Dr. C's on the call because I, I feel always feel a little guilty talking about my, my vices, but as a hangover cure, ugh, you will find some, some major, major benefits there. And I am not an athlete. I just need my brain to work when I need it to work. Uh, and this thing is, is just my best friend when it comes to that very next day. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to well, I, actually, we, we are working on a keto-friendly alcohol-type drink, uh, so you have to stay tuned for, for that. It will, will replace your need you know, for alcohol. And then you know, the, wow. other drink, the other drink that Dr. Seeds mentioned, uh, it's called snake water, where we combine ketones and a slow carb, not a lot, not 30 grams, just a slow carb to give you that blood glucose base so you don't have that drop. And then we added tea cream, which is similar to uh, caffeine and then 10 other nootropics into this drink we called snake water, the most unbelievable uh, drink ever made. That one is a sample for sure. Um, folks, the taste is a little jet fuel-y, but you will get over it. I promise I have a very sensitive taste bud and I will drink it all day if uh it well not all day because it's too much but i will always have it and i will get over it uh, so that said frank give us a give us a final spin where can they go to find more information where can they find you on youtube give us our dish yeah on ketoneaid.com we have a community on there with 2,000 people and i encourage them to talk about not only the good but also the bad someone says hey it didn't work i said go post it they're like you want me to post on the message board how it didn't work, you know, absolutely. And this is where we are crowdsourcing our protocols because the science says to use $75 worth, but people are swearing that they have more benefit of five and $10 worth. So you can see people's real life cases of how they're using it in that community. And then, you know, on our website is, you know, the best way to order is direct because, you know, Amazon takes a cut and stuff like that and really appreciate it. And there's a bunch of FAQs on there and then YouTube videos that go into why you shouldn't take it with MCT oil, what it does with caffeine and how to do it with one meal a day, just endless videos on there that people sometimes get sucked into. They watch one and they're like, I have to, they have to watch like 10 or 20. The otherwise rabbit hole. Missing out. Yeah. The rabbit hole. Exactly. Well, fantastic. Uh, this is, and, and Frank is actually going to be joining us at our next uh, symposium, all about the microbiome and gut health coming up February 25th. I'm sorry, February 26th through the 27th out in Orlando, Florida. So we will be, if you join and register, you can register virtually. We have a little section there dedicated to Frank. So uh, meet us virtually at the show or we will always be here to answer your questions. Email anything that you have for Dr. Seeds or Frank at info at seeds. Uh, I'm sorry, info at seeds.md. Yes. Not, and, and if you want to learn more about how to become a practitioner with Dr. Seeds and the SSRP, that is info at SSRPinstitute.org. Lots of information, lots of email addresses and websites. Any questions, we will all help you out. Frank, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Dr. Seeds, another great episode for the books. By the way, I have to give Dr. Seeds a big congratulations. I just got recently got the email yesterday that we passed 6,000 listeners. That's crazy. That's crazy. In a short period of time, that's awesome. <laughs> Less than a year, Doc. All right, everyone, we will be back in about two weeks. But until then, we will be here for your questions. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye, Frank. Thank you, Bye, Frank. Doc. Thanks, Karen.